If you have a true scary story you would like to hear featured on this podcast, please go to AsTheRavenDreams.com and click the button to send it my way. Also, consider rating this podcast on whatever platform you're listening to, as it does help. And of course, thank you. I have a frustrating and confusing thing that happened to me that I'm calling a glitch. Mostly because I have no other word for it. I'm obviously confused about what the hell it was, what happened, and how it happened, but I've come to accept that things are weird in our world, and sometimes there just are no answers. So, I was getting ready for work in the morning one day, and I could not for the life of me, find my car key. My car has a push-to-start button, and the key doesn't actually have a key, so it's just a fob. The keys are always connected to my key ring, which has my house key and my little RFC thing to get into my office at work. I also have a fun little keychain too, but other than that, it's always just those four things attached to a single ring. This way... I never lose any of them because they never come off. For some reason, when I went to head to work that morning, my car key was not on the ring. The keychain was there, the house key was there, the RFC thing was there for work, but the car key was just gone. I was annoyed, but I thought that maybe the plastic that held it onto the ring had broken. Like maybe it just fell off somewhere in the house and I would find it soon. Thankfully, I have a spare that I keep in the junk drawer in the kitchen. So, I went and grabbed it and headed off to work. One thing to note about the one that I keep in the junk drawer is that it is broken. I don't remember how it broke, but part of the housing on the bottom corner is broken off. So... I have a small strip of duct tape wrapped around it to keep it from coming apart or getting worse. I grabbed it and just headed to work thinking I would eventually locate my good fob, or else I was going to have to go and get a new one, which was not ideal. The whole day, I was trying to figure out what I could have done with the old fob, or where I could have dropped it. Like I mentioned, The car is a push to start, so in order to drive it literally anywhere, you have to have the fob in the car. If you start the car and remove the fob, it starts beeping loudly at you and saying that the key is not in the car. Plus, if you turn the car off and then try to turn it back on without the fob being in the car, it will not turn the engine over, and you cannot shift out of park. On top of this... If the key is in the car, you can't lock the doors. If you try to use the second remote to lock the car with the fob in the car, the doors immediately unlock. Basically, this car was designed so that you could not leave the key fob behind, and you could not leave it in the car. So, because of this, I knew that I couldn't have left it at the office and I couldn't have lost it at the Wendy's where I had my dinner the night before, and there was no way that it was in my car as the car was locked overnight. 
It had to either be in the front yard between my car and the front door, or somewhere in the house. That was my final deduction. I put it off my mind and just decided that I would worry about it whenever I got back. When I did get home, I looked all over the front yard for the fob, and it's not like it's a big yard. I then looked all over my house where the fob could be in several places that it couldn't be, and of course it was in none of them. I was so confused and lost. It made no sense how it could just up and disappear like this. Even if the plastic broke, because it would have had to have been somewhere here at home. I played over every second of the last two days when I went to bed, just trying to think of the last time that I saw it, and I was certain that I saw it when I walked in because I typically hang my keys up on the hook by the door. I knew for a fact that I saw it at that point, which meant that the last place I saw it was on my keyring, hanging on the wall, the night before it seemingly vanished. Once again, I just kind of shrugged it off and thought that it would most likely show up. It had to be in the house at this point. The next morning, I got up and did my morning routine, and then when I went to grab my set of keys that I am now certain were hanging on the hook, they weren't there. I was seriously frustrated at this point. First my car key, and then my whole damn set of keys? I looked all over the floor, the table near the front door, the kitchen. They were nowhere. I frustratingly grabbed my jacket to go outside and see if I dropped them on the way to the door, when I noticed that the jacket had some heft on one side. My keys were in the pocket. I laughed at myself for not checking the jacket, as that was an obvious spot for them to be, and I just grabbed them and pulled them out. This is where the weird got even weirder. The car key that was on my keyring was the original one, not the spare that I had to use the day prior. I stared at it like, wait, what? I inspected it and yeah, it was the original. The fob was fully intact. There was no duct tape holding it together. Strangely enough, the spare one, it wasn't on my keyring at all. It had been replaced by the normal one. I went to the kitchen and checked the drawer, and there was the spare one, sitting in the same spot as always, as if I had never pulled it out or had to use it. I was dumbfounded. I have no idea what kind of trick the Matrix was pulling here, or why it was doing it, but I now had my original key on the keyring, and the spare back in the drawer, as if nothing had ever happened. I was annoyed, I think that's the best word for it, but I wasn't going to look a gift horse in the mouth here. I had both of my fobs, and that was that. I don't see any way for this to have happened. How did my original key get lost and then come back and replace itself on the keyring like that? Before anyone asks, I live alone. I don't have any pets, not that I can think of any domestic animals smart enough to do this, and there's no one that has a key to my house that lives anywhere nearby. My mom can get into my place, but she would have no reason to steal my car key 
and then replace it like that. Plus, she lives an hour away. So if she did do so, well, it just wouldn't make any sense. But that's my glitch. As mundane as it is, it frustrated me. I am glad that by the end of it, everything just got reset back to how it was supposed to be, though. This is one of the somewhat silly yet still unexplainable glitches that I've experienced. My boyfriend and I went to a Pink Floyd laser light show. Yes, we're dorks, get over it. And there were two acts to the show. The ushers gave everyone two different pairs of paper visual effect glasses, one for each act. We each received one black pair, which had the Dark Side of the Moon album art on it, and one white pair, which had the graphics from the Wall album. I was, accidentally, given two of the white pairs along with one black. At the end of the show, my boyfriend was looking for his pair of black glasses. He wanted to keep them as a free souvenir, and he didn't like the white ones as much. As we exited the dark theater, he realized he had somehow ended up with both of my white pairs of glasses. His black ones were nowhere to be found. I had already discarded my own. He shrugged and pocketed both the white ones anyways. Better than nothing. I decided to buy a t-shirt on the way out, so he stood by the exit doors and waited for me. There was a large crowd at the merchandise stand, so I was there for about ten minutes. He remained in the same spot the whole time, just scrolling through Twitter. Once I had purchased my t-shirt, I approached my boyfriend and reached for his hand so that I could hold it as we walked to the car. When he removed it from his pocket, he was shocked to find the missing pair of black paper glasses. All the more shocking, the white ones were suddenly nowhere to be found. I suppose it was a positive glitch, he got what he wanted, but it was creepy nonetheless. And for a second glitch this person had, they submitted it in the same uh, submission. I've worked in the same large hotel for six years since the very day that it opened. There are 19 floors and hundreds of staff members, but only two service elevators. So, you can probably imagine that they need a whole lot of maintenance. They also have a nasty habit of malfunctioning. Usually, it's harmless, even familiar. There's a boom. The polite elevator voice says, This elevator is out of service and then it starts right back up again as if nothing happened. But every once in a while, someone will get stuck. And depending on what the problem is and how quickly help arrives, it could be a little while before they see the light of day again. There are, of course, fail-safes in modern elevators to prevent them from dropping you 19 floors to your ultimate doom. But it's still frightening being trapped inside of a giant metal box hundreds of feet above the ground. It happened to me once. I got stuck on the 17th floor, but I didn't panic. I knew that the chief engineer, and potentially also the fire department, would be on the way to set me free as soon as possible. So, I waited patiently. But what I didn't know was that the entire building had lost power, not just the elevator. 
so shortly after the gears locked up, the lights also turned off. There's a different kind of darkness that exists within the thick metal walls of a dead elevator, where there are no natural sources of light. I couldn't see my hand in front of my face. Everything was quiet and still and black. It was off-putting, to say the least. And suddenly, the number display lit up again. It read V12. And that was very strange, because I've never seen the letter V anywhere on the display before, and I certainly was not on the 12th floor. But before I could make sense of it, the doors opened with a mechanical whoosh. My jaw dropped. I was in the lobby. For six years, I've been riding the same shifty, shaky elevators, and I'm accustomed to the sound of the heavy doors sliding open, the shuddering noises in the shafts, and the very noticeable jerk that happens below your feet as an elevator begins to move. There is nothing smooth, quiet, or subtle about these old machines. Therefore, there is absolutely no way that I could have unknowingly descended from the 17th floor all the way to the lobby. It just isn't possible. I did not feel one single jolt, did not hear one clank. I felt like I was emerging from a horror movie, and suddenly, I couldn't help but imagine what sinister things might have been lurking there with me in the impenetrable darkness, while I vulnerably waited for assistance. Maybe it was a glitch in time, or space, or something else altogether. Suffice to say, I can now understand why some people are afraid of elevators. I've been lurking the Glitch in the Matrix subreddits for a while, and I recently learned about your podcast through another poster there. I was a bit hesitant at first because my event was just really weird and was something that I didn't really know what happened with, but I figured, why not put this out there into the world, and let people know about it? Maybe someone else out there has had a similar experience and can help me to understand what the hell it was that actually happened. So, let me set the scene. It was a pretty normal and rather chilly morning in early winter. I remember that because I woke up and I felt colder than normal, to the point that I checked the thermostat, which is something that I never do, to see if it was set right. It was, so... I just shrugged it off and thought that it was me. I went to the bathroom for my morning routine, and I started brushing my teeth, and as I stood in front of the mirror, I noticed that my reflection was a little off. It was kind of like it was lagging a fraction of a second behind my movements, and that's really the only way I can think to explain it. It just seemed like I was moving, and it was moving but the two were no longer in sync. I rubbed my eyes thinking that I was just seeing things, but the lag persisted. I was starting to feel a little unnerved. I quickly brushed my teeth and then splashed some water on my face, hoping that it would help me to snap out of it. However, things only got worse from there. 
As I was drawing my face, I glanced up at the mirror, and to my horror, my reflection seemed to just stop. Like it was completely frozen, staring back at me with a completely unmoving expression. I slowly waved my hands, jumped around, and then even tried to physically touch the mirror, but my reflection would not move. It just stood there like a creepy statue, capturing me in that awkward moment of time. At this point, I was terrified. My heart was pounding in my chest. I was starting to hyperventilate and feeling a bit dizzy. I leaned out of the bathroom to call for my boyfriend, and I guess that I sounded freaked out, because he jumped up and ran into the hallway towards me. I waved him into the bathroom, and when he entered, he kind of looked around like, What? I motioned towards the mirror. He turned toward the mirror, and I looked up at the mirror at the same time, and sure enough, it was normal. I could see myself moving like normal. When he looked at the mirror, he saw my reflection acting normally. My boyfriend laughed a bit under his breath and just shook his head like, Oh, you're crazy. I ended up kind of just standing there for a few moments and trying to get my grip on what that was. But I had to let it go because whatever it was, was no longer happening. I tried to carry on with my day, but every single time I got a glimpse of myself in the reflection, like in a window, my phone screen, or whatever, I would get this disgusting cold chill down my spine. It was as if I was getting hit with adrenaline, like I was about to go into a spiral of panic. This nightmare persisted for the entire day. I felt completely out of sync with reality. Like, I had seen something that I wasn't supposed to see, and it was clawing at my brain. When I got home, I was exhausted, and I just wanted to go to bed, so I did. My boyfriend was worried, but I just told him that I wasn't feeling well and that I wanted to sleep. Thankfully, when I woke up the next day, everything was back to normal. My reflection followed my movements perfectly again, and... I wasn't feeling weird anymore when I looked at myself. I still can't explain what happened, but it has made me question some things about our existence, I guess. Because it felt like reality was out of sync with me, or vice versa. Has anyone else ever had something like this happen? Or do you have any theories on what could have caused this glitch in the Matrix? Okay, so it's taken me a while to come to terms with what happened, and even now, I'm left with more questions than answers. I'm hoping that by sharing this story, someone may say, hey, that happened to me too, or perhaps I can gain some insight into the nature of reality itself. And if not, maybe getting this story out into the world will do something good for my mental state. Let me start by giving just a little bit of background, probably not fully relevant. At the time that this happened, I was a university student living off campus with a couple of roommates. We were all pretty close, and would often hang out together when we had free time. 
Our apartment was situated in a fairly quiet residential neighborhood, and I would frequently walk to and from campus, which took about 20 minutes at most. One day, I had a late night study session at the library, and I decided to head home around a bit before midnight. The streets were obviously deserted, and the only sound was the distant hum of traffic on the highway. As I made my way through the familiar streets, just making my short trip from point A to point B, I kept getting this really weird feeling like something was off. It felt like I was being watched or stared at. I chalked it up to my overactive imagination and the eeriness of the empty streets and just continued on my way. As I approached an intersection, I noticed a woman standing on the opposite corner. I couldn't make out all of her details, but she had shoulder-length brown hair and a beige coat. I didn't recognize her, but I could tell that there was something unsettling about her presence. She seemed to be looking straight at me, and as our eyes met, I kind of felt sick to my stomach. I shook it off and just went ahead across the street, as I was planning, and continued on. However, as I rounded the next corner, I was met with a sight that made my heart skip a beat. That same woman was standing on the opposite corner, staring directly at me. I couldn't believe my eyes. There was no way that she could have reached that corner before me. At this point, I was really feeling a bit uneasy, so I decided to take a detour and cut through an alley that would lead me to a different, more populated street. I hoped that by changing my route, I could shake this odd feeling. Unfortunately, my plan did not work. Once again, at the next intersection, I ran into that same woman, and every time, she would look up and stare at me and give me that same nauseous feeling. By this point, I was starting to panic. I felt like I was trapped in some kind of messed up loop. It was seriously impossible for me to have run into the same person like this at numerous intersections, and honestly the night air was starting to feel oppressive and suffocating. It was likely just panic, but it felt like I was being crushed under the pressure of the air. At this point, I decided to just make a run for it to get back to my home. I sprinted down the street, my heart pounding in my chest, and I struggled to take deep breaths. I swear, I could feel the woman's presence behind me. Like, she was chasing me as fast as I was running, but she was never there behind me. After sprinting at full speed, I ended up getting to a park that was connected to the property where our apartment was, and it was almost relieving. I knew what this was. I knew that this was close to home and that I was done. As I paused to catch my breath, I kept getting this weird urge to look back, and I really didn't want to, but I felt that I had to. I did. And of course, at the back edge of the park opposite from where I had entered, she was standing there, staring at me. To say that I was freaked out would be an understatement. I said screw it and ran to my building just thinking that getting home would be enough to break me away from this lady. When I arrived at my apartment, my roommates were still awake, and I immediately shared my story with them. They listened with a mix of concern and disbelief, 
and we spent the rest of the night discussing various theories about what could have caused this glitch. One of them suggested that it could have been an hallucination, or maybe it was a set of triplets out there just really messing with people, but my other roommate was more into thinking that it was some kind of paranormal encounter or weird alternate dimension stuff. I don't know which it was, but it definitely felt more paranormal. Hence, why I'm saying this was likely a glitch of some sort. It was like that woman was some kind of real-life Agent Smith or something, just watching me. In the days that followed, I was perfectly fine. But the memory of that woman kept kind of messing with me. I kept feeling like I should look over my shoulder and then she would be there. I only saw someone that looked like her one other time, at a Walmart of all places, but this woman didn't pay any attention to me at all. She was shopping, and she didn't notice me, so I don't think that she was the woman from that night. As time has gone on, I've become much less paranoid, but I still have so many questions. Who the hell was that woman? Why was she staring at me? And what was pretty much everything else that happened about that night. It was a really weird, terrifying glitch for me to go through, and I will honestly never forget how it made me feel to see her, and how each time it honestly felt worse. I may never know the answers to my questions, but one thing is certain. My encounter with the woman has seriously changed the way that I view reality. I now find myself questioning the very nature of our existence, and the delicate balance that holds our world together, and I can't help but wonder if, one day, I'll once again find myself coming up to an intersection, looking up, and see her standing there again. So, this glitch that I witnessed happened in June of 2022, when I was on a work trip. It still bothers me, and it makes me question it to this day. I work as a private stewardess on board a motor yacht. This job requires me to travel very often, so I spend a lot of time at Atlantis Resort on Paradise Island in the Bahamas. One day, when I was off, my crew and I decided to go to the beach that is part of the Atlantis Resort. Only people staying at the hotel or marina can access it. It was myself and two of my other crewmates who decided to go. Our boat was docked in the marina village, part of the resort, but the beach was about a 20-minute power walk through the hotel and casino and breezeways outside. And so we left the boat and the first place we had to walk through was the casino. Mind you, there are a lot of stairs to climb just to get into it, it probably about 50, and many other stairs throughout the walk. These two crewmates are good friends of mine, and we're always talking and making jokes with each other. We talked pretty much the entire walk. As we were walking through the casino, I noticed a lady, maybe in her mid-30s, standing near a machine, with a stroller and digging through her purse looking for something. She stood out to me because I really liked the athletic dress and gym shoes that she was wearing. Although, I usually like a lot of people's outfits, 
so it wasn't a weird thing for me to notice. I didn't feel the need to point her out to my crewmates because they were both guys, and they wouldn't appreciate her outfit as much as I did. The three of us continue walking at a swift pace through the casino, the lobby, and the outside breezeway paths, with many random stairs. Eventually, after a solid 15 minutes of walking, we approach the kids' arcade-slash-daycare center, and as we walk past it, I was shook. The woman in the athletic dress and stroller was in front of us waiting in line at the daycare, as if she had been standing there for a while. In my mind, I thought that there was no way she could have gotten there before we did. There's just no way. There were way too many stairs for her to have done that by herself, especially with a stroller with a small child in it. What gets me is that it seemed as if she was standing there waiting for a bit. I thought about when we walked past her in the casino. She was rummaging through her purse, looking for a phone or something, and she had no intentions of leaving right after we passed. I didn't say anything to my crewmates when we walked past her, because I was making sure that it was definitely her. As soon as we walked past, one of my crewmates goes, Is it just me, or was she in the casino when we left? I could not have been happier that he said that, because it was confirmation that I wasn't the only one who witnessed this. He and I both noticed her, and thought of the exact same reasonings as to how it would have been impossible for her to have beat us there. It was a really strange coincidence, and I just don't think that she could have walked faster than the three of us, especially with the stroller to push and carry up and down the stairs. Since we spend so much time at Atlantis, we are for sure certain that the way we walked is the fastest way to get there. If there were any shortcuts, we would know about them. He and I still talk about how weird that encounter was. The whole time we were at the beach, we were discussing how the only logical explanation was that it had to be a glitch in the Matrix. Has anyone else experienced this or something very similar? It bothers me so much, and I need to know the truth. I know that this is a short one, but something absolutely bizarre happened that I cannot explain for the life of me. Just for a little bit of context, I came off a night working 12 hours, and I know a lot of people listening may say you were probably tired and just misplaced my actions, but in fact, it was the opposite. As being my very last shift the night before, I like to stay up for a bit longer because... Well, God knows why. Don't worry, that is important. I've been listening to your podcast, Raven, and I absolutely love them. At the time, I was listening to your Spotify podcast, as I've been trying to catch up on them. I would like to state that I live with my family, and they were not home during the time of the glitch, and I had asked them later on with a confused, no, we weren't here on their face. I was laying in bed with my phone under the pillow 
listening to your podcast, but this is where it gets weird. I woke up from passing out and being in a deep sleep for most of the day, and when I looked over at my phone, it was on my bedside table and charging. I will say this again, that neither me nor my family had touched it as I was still passed out cold. I'm still confused, but weirdly enough, I guess I thank the Matrix for looking out for me. This is my story, and thanks for listening. This glitch, for me, it could have killed me or badly injured me, but keep in mind, I felt no pain. So, let's start. There was this spinning thing on the playground, and this was back when I was four or five years old. I was spinning pretty fast, my hands let go, and I was launched back. I landed on my feet and my hands, with my back facing the ground, kind of like a crab walk. Well, when I landed, the top half of my body, like from the belt up, spun a full 360. My feet are still not off the ground, so after my top half of my body did the 360, my bottom half did it. When my top half was done, I saw my bottom half, belt and below, and the legs didn't spin. My hips did. My legs were still in the bent position. I looked like an action figure. When my bottom half was done, my head spun a full 360 like an owl. I stood up perfectly fine. I felt more bendable and way better, but I was wondering what happened. The first thing to come to mind was that my legs and how I was standing, then I remembered my torso and how am I breathing. Then I remembered my head last, and then when I did remember, I felt like I got pale. But I continued on about the day like normal because, for some reason, in a school playground full of kids, no one saw this happen. I still think of it today, and it's been over a decade since then. I remember how terrified I was. I'm sure that a camera saw it, but whoever sees it will be scared too because it only lasted for about a second. This is the only scary one I have. I have a strange one that wouldn't be scary if you saw it in person, like I did, but let me know if you want to hear another one of my stories. Hello, Raven. I'm a huge fan of your videos, especially the Glitch in the Matrix stories. I listen to these stories almost every day, and I always think, that'll never happen to me. But today proved me wrong. I had just gotten home from my mother-in-law's house and went to take a shower. I have a yellow razor that I use every time I shower... I put it in the same spot, and I only pick it up when I use it, and then I put it right back. Well, tonight, I went to pick up my razor, and it wasn't there. I looked around in the shower. It wasn't there, anywhere. I thought that maybe my husband had accidentally knocked it over, and it had fallen on the floor, so... I looked on the floor, and it wasn't there. I literally turned off the shower, got out and looked everywhere for that razor. I asked my husband if he had seen it, and he said no. I eventually gave up, 
and went back to my cabinet to grab one of my other ones, and as soon as I turned around to get back into the shower, I saw my yellow razor sitting there, in the same spot that it's always in. I literally froze. I had just spent ten minutes looking for it. I had stopped my whole showering process just to look for it, and it just magically reappeared in the spot that it's always in. I don't know how I could have possibly missed it if it was just sitting there the whole time. My husband told me that he thinks I just overlooked it, but I know I looked in that spot when I first went to grab it, and it wasn't there. Was this a glitch? A few years ago, I decided to spend a few days in New York, so as I'm preparing to leave, I do all the jobs that needed doing washing, clearing the rubbish, etc. On my return, I get ready to go back to work, and I can't find my name badge. It's a two-by-one anywhere. I check all the flat surfaces, empty cupboards more than once, look under the bed. For the life of me, I cannot remember where I put it, and I'll get charged for a new one if I can't find it. Fast forward three weeks, I see the bin in the kitchen needs emptying. So I take off the lid and remove the bin bag, and as I look at the bottom of the bin, there is my name badge, plain as day. To this day, I still have no idea how it got there, as the bin is on the other side of the room from any of the other flat surfaces. I'll start this by saying that my mom and I are superstitious, and we believe in the paranormal and weird stuff, or things such as glitches. This happened to us yesterday, and we've told a few people, and they all think it's extremely weird and isn't possible. My mom and I were coming back from New York. We were on the highway and were going to take the Mansfield exits to go through town. All of a sudden, After a weird fog that lasted maybe 10 seconds, we were on this long road that we don't recognize. And the next exit is Sebring. Sebring is 18 minutes away from Mansfield. Sebring is also an exit coming back from the opposite way, which is further into Pennsylvania, and nowhere near the New York border. We came up on the Sebring exits as if we were headed back from the opposite side of the state. We're both trying to put it together, and the last time we remember seeing was 420, of course. And we were never conscious of the time until it was 620. A few minutes after we got off at Sebring, we got off at the Elkland exit, one of the first exits right outside of New York. Before we got back on the highway towards the Mansfield exit, when we went through the thick fog. I remember it because I said, holy crap, when I saw how thick it was. But our conclusion is that the fog did something to cause the glitch, and now we're just confused and missing an extra hour of our lives. To put it in perspective even further, coming back from New York you almost immediately hit the Elkland exit. We got off there to go to a store, and we got back onto the highway so that we could get off at the Mansfield exit. 
which is a little bit after the Elkland exit. In order to get to the Sebring exit, we would have had to have passed two or three town exits. As I said, Sebring is 18 minutes away from Mansfield, and there's no way that we could have gotten there in the span of five minutes. We came at the exit as if we were going back to Mansfield and Elkland. That's just impossible. We stayed on the highway, and we didn't make any turns or anything. It's just something that's really weird. I have what I guess is a pretty minor glitch, but it was definitely bizarre enough for me to think that sharing it was a good idea. I've heard and read a lot of these glitch stories, and honestly, I think the small ones, like the one that I experienced, are the most scary. Mostly because it seems like they could happen at any time to anyone. Don't get me wrong, I love hearing the stories about quantum immortality and such, but the small ones, where the seemingly mundane thing seems to happen, to me, are the scariest. I'm actually still trying to fully wrap my head around what exactly it was that happened to me. A few weeks ago, I was sitting in a local coffee shop, waiting for a few of my friends to arrive. We like to all get together once a week and hang out for a couple of hours with a cup of coffee. On this particular morning, they were rather busy. So, I had grabbed the table in the corner, near the front of the building where the windows were that were open to the sidewalk. Basically, from where I was sitting, I could see everyone walking in, out, and past the building. Because I was the first person there, and I was just waiting, I was people-watching as everyone walked either into the coffee shop or past it to get to the business next door. One of the people that I saw was a lovely-looking young woman that was walking towards the coffee shop, but looked like she was going to head past it. She was wearing a bright green jacket and a purple dress, and she had very vivid red hair that was tied back in a ponytail. I remember this outfit specifically, because I thought it looked really nice, and she honestly looked absolutely stunning, and something about her just seemed friendly and approachable. Not that I was going to bug her or anything, she just had that aura about her, like she was a nice and very vivacious person based upon the vividness of color that she was wearing. As she got closer to the window where I was sitting, something really weird started to happen though. I won't say that she was at the window, she still had a ways to go to actually pass me, but she was getting closer. For lack of a better word, she completely started to glitch out. I was watching her, but part of me felt compelled to look away. Like, I needed to not see her or what was going to happen. But I did watch, and it was actually kind of creepy. I felt like, as I was blinking, she was changing into a different person almost in real time. If I wasn't certain of my own health, I would honestly think that I was having some sort of major hallucination, because her face changed, her hair color changed, and her jacket changed. You know those cars that change color as you pass them? 
it almost felt like that kind of transition. Like, she was one person, but as the light shifted, she turned into someone totally different. Obviously, I was trying to process what the hell was happening, but by the time it fully hit me that she had become someone else, she was already walking past me. She went from having that warm red hair to having blonde hair. Her green jacket became black, and her face wasn't quite as inviting. Like, she went from a smiling and approachable person to someone that looked a bit more stern and serious. I don't just mean that she changed emotions, but she completely changed how she looked. The only thing that remained the same was that purple dress. It was still purple by the end of all this. I actually got up and went to the restroom to get a grip on myself because I was thinking that maybe I was losing it. After splashing some water on my face and shaking it all off, I was certain that I just saw a person shift into another person right in front of my eyes. That's about all I was certain of. I didn't know how or why, but I knew that that's what happened. It was nothing shy of bizarre, and I feel like I saw something that I probably shouldn't have. Has anyone else ever experienced an event like this? I have never personally heard a glitch story like this, so if anyone else has, I would love some input. This is a bit wacky. For context, my friend and I had brought our laptops and chargers to a class yesterday, and then after we left the class, she realized that she didn't have it her charger, and we looked around for it but couldn't find it. I don't remember putting anything in my backpack except my own charger and my homework. This morning, I don't remember taking out any chargers except for my own. I know it's mine because it isn't neatly wrapped up. So, this morning, there was no charger on the floor, nothing there. After school, I place my backpack down with an eyesight of this mystery charger, and there's nothing there. I haven't even touched my backpack after I put it down this afternoon, and I definitely did not take out that charger. But then a few minutes ago, there was a charger, neatly wrapped, lying with the name side down on my floor. And it's neatly wrapped. I definitely don't remember neatly wrapping up a charger. So, I pick up the charger and flip it around, and wouldn't you know it, bam, it's my friend's charger. My mom suggested that maybe it got stuck in a backpack pocket or something, but I never took any chargers out of my backpack except my own last night, and it would have been impossible for it to have gotten stuck in a pocket anyways. If it was hanging off my backpack, then they would have seen it considering she walked behind me in the hallway for a bit. Anyways, if one of us had accidentally packed it into my backpack, it would have gotten tangled with my charger and came out with it, which did not happen, because last night, only my charger came out of the backpack. And even if it did, I wouldn't have placed it in the middle of the floor upside down. I have literally no explanation for how this happened, but... At least I found their charger. 
the story takes place in 2020. And since this event, I have not been the same. Since my best friend Mike was my oldest friend since I was five, and was 33 now, I can remember this like it was today. I heard a knock on my door and saw that it was Mike. But I have never seen Mike this upset in my life. So I asked, How are you, brother? He doesn't answer. It was an awkward silence for a second, so I look at his face, and he looks devastated, sad, and lost, and he was stoic like me. I don't even know where to begin. So I tell him to take his time and ask if he wants a beer. He nods and composes himself, and then he says, They're all gone. I asked who. He responds with, Everyone. Mike had two girls and a wife, and they'd been married since 2010, happily, and me being shocked, thinking she left and took the kids, so I started comforting with a hug and asked what happened. After about 30 seconds, he says, It started a week ago. I called my parents to tell them happy anniversary, and it wasn't them. It was an elderly couple that had just gotten the phones. And yesterday, my wife constantly argued with me that we didn't have kids until I woke up, and everything changed. They vanished. Out of shock, I say, you're joking. But if he was, I would have known it. He had this look of deep sadness and dread on his face that I've never seen before or since. He looked me right in the eyes and said something I'll never forget. I'm doomed. That gave me the chills. If this was a prank, it was an elaborate one, and had no payoff. But how was this possible? I believed him, and I offered him a smoke because we both needed one at this time. He wasn't a smoker though, and I only smoked socially, and I only smoked socially. So I give him one, and a minute later he leaps onto me and burned me. I was like, what the hell are you doing? That hurt. He sits down and then enjoys his cigarette and says, I'm sorry, but please don't forget me. At that moment, I got over it. This man was my brother in every sense of the word. Crash here tonight, I said. And after an hour of trying to get him down, I'm ready for bed. I get him some covers and tell him goodnight. And he says, I love you, bro. And I say it back to him. The next morning, I go out to check on him, and he's gone. So I check out to see his jeep, but it's gone too. I'm perplexed. So I eat, grab my phone, scroll through my contacts. His number is not in my phone, which isn't possible. Nobody can get into my phone because it's fingerprint protected. So where did it go? I start pacing, and after a while, I think to myself... Was this a prank? Where did he go? Did he vanish too? So, I decide to go to his house, thinking to myself, there has to be a logical, reasonable explanation here. I get to his house, and I knock. An older woman, with gray hair and glasses, and a tiny dog, answers the door, and says, Can I help you? I try to stay friendly, and I say, Is Mike here? She looks confused says, no, there's no Mike here. I'm shocked. 
I close the door and say, oh, thank you, ma'am. I'm just confused. What was happening right then? How was he here yesterday and then gone off the earth the next? After an hour, I think to myself, you know what? I'll go look at my scrapbook at my mother's house. And I did. But I'm terrified. There was no Mike in my scrapbook. It still gives me chills to this day. I try not to think about the fact that I have all of these memories of somebody that was mysteriously blinked out of existence. Maybe he did exist, but was moved to a different timeline? Or just a glitch? I don't know. But I do know that as chilling as this sounds, I still do have a mark on my arm where he burned me. I don't know if this was a glitch or paranormal. It was 2005, a little over a year after my grandmother had passed away from pancreatic cancer. At this time, I was finishing up my 12th grade year and an adult education that is located in my hometown, which is in Michigan. Growing up, I was extremely close with my grandmother and the house that we lived in had two full houses, an upstairs with its own appliances, and a much bigger downstairs with its own appliances, plus a huge spooky basement. My mom lived upstairs, and I chose to live downstairs with my grandmother. During this time, my mom was mostly doing drugs and selling them, and she had very little time for me, so my grandmother became my backbone and we had a great connection. My mom was there, sort of. She mostly gave me things, but we never really hung out, and it sucked. So, to bring this glitch story back on subject, I'll start here. After my grandmother passed away, I was devastated and depressed. Especially since we lost the home that I grew up in and all my memories were there. The only memories I had now were the things that my grandmother left behind. In this case... It was a pair of double-sided gold hoop earrings whom my aunt that passed away had purchased for my grandmother for a special occasion. I can't remember what the special occasion was. I cherished the earrings and often received many compliments. On this particular day, I had worn the earrings to the adult education school that I was going to, and because it was an adult education, they let you do anything for a credit. I chose to cook and serve lunch to the other students and staff. The school was old, but pretty clean and well-kept in the kitchen area, and there were two big, huge mirrors on the wall before you exit the cafeteria area slash gymnasium. I know you're wondering what this has to do with anything and where this story is going, but please, bear with me. After the lunch was made, because it was self-serve, I decided to eat while everyone else was eating, but I stayed in the kitchen area while everyone else was, of course, in the cafeteria. I finished my food and decided to look into the big mirrors that were in the kitchen to make sure that my face was clean, but most importantly, I made sure that both of my earrings were also on. I leave the kitchen, walk through the cafeteria, and into the hall to socialize with my friends. Before I could get far, this guy grabs me and scoops me off of my feet and wrestles me around, 
and then finally puts me down. I punch him a few times as he laughs, and I immediately check my ears, and one of my earrings was missing. So, at this point, I'm furious, and I'm hitting him even more. Lunch is over, and yet my earring is nowhere to be found. I never went back to class, though. I retraced all of my steps and went on a two-hour journey of looking for this missing earring. I was so upset. I searched all the halls, shook out my clothes, and, and checked the bathrooms. I searched the entire school. It was so frustrating. I lost an expensive earring that was my grandmother's. I moped and realized at this point that it was useless. I was outside, anticipating my mom's arrival to pick me up from the adult education center, and she was already late and most of my friends had left. It was springtime, so the weather was decent. She pulled into the parking lot and I stepped into the vehicle, but before I could sit down, there was the earring laying on the passenger side of the floor towards the front area. I was extremely confused. I asked my mom if she saw it in her car, and she said no, and then continued on by saying that she had just dropped off my aunt, and she didn't see it either. I told my mom what happened, and she really didn't have much to say, but in the back of my mind, I'm wondering what just happened. How was this possible? I remember feeling and seeing both of my earrings in my ear before walking into that hallway that day, and before I had checked my ears multiple times that day just to be safe. Because these earrings, they have sentimental value to me, and they were expensive. I wasn't wearing any other jewelry that day besides a bracelet, so the only other explanation is still not a good one which was that I was wearing one earring the whole day and didn't realize it. But if so, how did I see the earring in the mirror? Was I seeing and feeling things that weren't there? I did smoke marijuana, but it never made me see things that weren't there, and on that particular day, I wasn't on any substances. And I've never liked drinking. I'll never be able to explain this event that occurred... I know I'm not crazy, and I remember specifically what I saw, and what I felt. I'm happy to have the earring back, but I've never worn them since that day, and I let my older sister put them away in a safe. I'll always have this fear of losing those earrings, and I don't think I'll ever wear them again. So, was this a glitch, or did something paranormal happen? Either way, I'm just thankful it was in my favor. Sorry for this being such a lengthy story, but I wanted to provide as many details as possible. I do thank you all for listening, as this possible glitch was in my favor, and I hope all of yours are too. I have a running list of what I believe are glitches in the Matrix. They're not the most exciting, just kind of... huh... moments. My commute to work is approximately 45 minutes each way. I've been making this drive for six years. It's a boring stretch of interstate that I could probably drive in my sleep. About a year ago, I began noticing that I saw the exact same cars every day. And that isn't weird. 
What is strange is that they were all black or white cars. Often there would be two or three of the same make or model and color of car or truck in a row. I checked the tags and they were similar but not identical. I shrugged it off as a weird coincidence, and then I said out loud to the Matrix, I suppose, I would really like to see a car in some color other than black or white. Then, coming from the opposite direction, I see a green car. So I start naming the colors of cars that I would like to see just to see what happens. Again, out loud, I ask to see red, blue, purple, and pink. I see them all. The purple car was parked at a used car lot. The pink one was a cell phone company vehicle. I'm sure you know which company. I regularly play this game on my drive to work now. Second story. My adult daughter recently bought Clemayones, which as an aside here, as Raven, I wanted to say that Clemayones is apparently mayonnaise with clams in it. I had to go Google that to figure out what it was, because... I did not believe that Clemayonnaise was going to be a thing. Anyways, she bought it to get special cards for Cards Against Humanity. In the container, there was a card to get a free pearl. She got the tiny pearl in the mail and sent a picture of it in our family chat. She put the pearl in her jewelry box and forgot about it until she got a second pearl in the mail. She thought that the company had made a mistake until she couldn't find the first pearl. It had disappeared from her jewelry box. It was in a plastic bag and had just ceased to exist. The second pearl was identical to the first one. We all remember her sending the picture and it's still in our chat history, but the original pearl has not been found. Also, Shannon, this aside here at the end is specifically for you. How was the Clemanes? Is it any good? I like fried clams, but I don't I don't really like clams. I'm just curious, that's all. I'll try to keep this short. I used to travel a lot for work, and that involved flying out of O'Hare Airport in Chicago. It's always so busy, especially in the mornings. Some context. In the United Airlines terminal there, there is a separate concourse C that requires you to go down a long escalator through a 300-yard tunnel and then up another escalator onto the concourse. This is the only way to get there from the rest of the airport, and it takes roughly three or four minutes to make the trip from one side to the other. One morning, I had just gotten through security and was running a bit late, so, I was headed straight to my gate on the seat concourse. As always, there were tons of people, but as I was walking to the entrance to the tunnel, I saw a couple walking towards me. They had just come up from the tunnel on the escalator. The guy was shorter, in a bright yellow flatbill hat, had thick black glasses, and was wearing bright blue sneakers. His girlfriend had very bright red hair and was slightly taller than him, so... They stood out to me as being more... memorable. I didn't think much of it. I immediately continued down the escalator into the tunnel to get to my gate. There are moving walkways in the tunnel that I used just to be quicker, and as I was coming up on the other side, and stepping off the escalator, 
I saw the exact same couple walking towards me to get onto the escalator to go down. The hat, the sneakers, the glasses, the hair, everything. They were so unique looking to me that there's no way it could have just been a similar looking couple. There is no way that they could have turned around and gotten back ahead of me either, or gotten back to the other side that quickly any other way. So, was this a glitch? A replication in the simulation? Did I jump back in time a couple of minutes, or did they? I still have no explanation for this. This is an unexplained phenomenon from about five years ago. My partner and I took a road trip from Florida to North Carolina and decided to drive straight through. We stopped once or twice for gas, and the car was always monitored by one of us. We had two suitcases in the back, and mine was at the bottom. When we arrived in North Carolina, we both had the distinct feeling that there was no way ten hours had passed. We both kept exclaiming that it felt like we went through a time portal, and we were confused at how quick the car ride felt. I remember actually trying to recount the audiobooks that we listened to, and to piece together how it was possible that ten hours had passed. Well, we arrive at the place that we're renting, and we put our suitcases in the room. While I'm in the shower, I hear my partner exclaiming and freaking out. I get out of the shower to see what it's about. He's crouching over the suitcase, utterly confused. The zipper is sealed shut with a plastic loop and two tiny metal keys. Like the keys that come with a diary, or perhaps a tiny lock on a brand new suitcase. There was no way to open the suitcase without breaking the plastic loop. He starts freaking out and asking the people in the house that we were renting if they were playing a trick on us. They look at us like we're crazy. Finally, we open the suitcase, and all my stuff is still in it. Okay, well, first of all, my suitcase was on the bottom of the two suitcases. Someone would have had to have gotten into our car while we weren't looking, and like I said, we never really left the car, and put this plastic loop with keys on it. And then, why would they choose the one on the bottom? And who would do this? This was an old suitcase that I had used many times, so it's not like something that I just never noticed was there. Second, even if it was, it was sealing the zipper closed. And I had even grabbed a sweater out of my suitcase during the trip. This is just a completely unexplainable mystery. My dog was whining to go outside. Mind you, it was about 3.30 in the morning, so I let him out, into my fenced yard, and I stand at the door so that he can do his business. He goes to the side of the house normally, so I don't think much of it, but after a minute, I call for him because it's cold and I want to sleep. The way that my fence is set up, 
It runs the length of my house, but stops at the back and has a gate to go from the front or side yard to the backyard. The gate stays closed with a padlock, and it's about eight foot tall. The reason that I'm worried is because I clearly saw my dog go to the right side of my house when I let him out, and when I called for him, he immediately popped out from the left side. There's absolutely no way that I would not have seen him cross in front of me, since I was kind of hurrying him. Also, when he was whining to go out, he was jumping around and happy. But after he came back, he stopped in front of my steps and sat down and just stared at me. This is very unusual for him. I had to go out and basically coax him back into the house where he sat and stared at me from across the room until I put him into his room. Am I crazy, or did I just let something in my house that's not my dog? Did things just glitch and he happened to just be on the other side after? He's been acting weird since he's come inside. An update. My dog is going back and forth between the two doors to my bedroom and sniffing around them. This is not his normal behavior since he knows he's not allowed in my room. And update two, my dog and I had a conversation, and I think that we agreed that if he is a skinwalker, he'll switch out with my real dog every once in a while. Oh, and he won't kill me. It was a cold and snowy winter's day in Wyoming back in 2019. The wife and I had decided to go Christmas shopping for our daughter, who was five at the time. The wife loves to check out the clearance aisles every trip to Walmart. She loves a good deal. As we're walking down the aisle, we see two of the toys from Toy Story 4. We then found a few others on sale from the movie and decided they would be good additions to the ones that we previously purchased. They were plush, ducky, and bunny figures that had quotes from the movie when you pressed the hands. Anyways, we finished checking out and unloading all the grocery bags into the back of my wife's car. I remember vividly putting the large bag with both ducky and bunny in last. We made our short drive home and we unloaded the grocery bags into the house taking a few trips back and forth. So, here is where the glitch happened. I distinctly remember bringing the bag with the plush figures into the house, setting them on the fireplace, before going back out to grab the remainder of the bags. As I'm unloading the bags, my wife yells from the living room and asks where the plush figures are. I tell her that I left the bag on the fireplace. She responds back telling me that they aren't there. After searching the house and the car, my wife gives up and calls Walmart. They tell her that they found the bag with the toys in a cart outside. My wife went back to Walmart and picked up the bag, and sure enough, they were there. Clearance tags still attached. I have no clue how something that I know was sitting right there on the fireplace moved two miles away back to the store. Side note, Wife and I both agree that this was a glitch. However, she tells me that she was the one to set the bag on the fireplace. 
so we both remember setting the bag on the fireplace, and neither of us know how it ended up back at the store. It definitely made me a believer in the Matrix after that, and it still confuses me. So that was this week's collection of Glitch in the Matrix stories on the As the Raven Dreams podcast. I hope you enjoyed this collection of glitchy goodness. If you did and would like to listen to more of this, you can always check out the other episodes of the podcast or support the channel further by actually going to my YouTube channel and checking out my videos. Just go to YouTube and search As the Raven Dreams. You can also go to AsTheRavenDreams.com for lots of other good stuff. Ways to get early access, read stories that I've written, submit your own story, and things like that. All that said, friends, thank you very much for listening. I do hope to see you in two weeks on the next Glitch in the Matrix episode. But until then, sleep well.